Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the 10th episode of the More Talk About Football podcast. How are you today, Dad? I'm doing great. How feel about yourself? Yeah, good, good. We're both a bit bunged up, so if it sounds like we don't want to be here, it's not that. Winter's like just round the corner, it's already hit us with a one-two. Good night. Yeah. Right. Tonight's episode is sponsored by Vicks Vapor Rub and yep. Vicks Inhaler Sticks. Yep. But we'll get through it, because uh, that's what we do. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Right, what football shirt are you wearing today, Dad? I've gone back to one of my favourite Derby County shirts, about 1999 shirt, one of my favourite eras of Derby County. Yeah. You're talking Barno, you're talking Iranio. Probably the best era yeah, for Derby. Yeah, in, in, my, in my time anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, seen better days, I must admit. <laughs> the sponsors about coming off and... And the, the Puma side's coming off, but no, I, I still love this one, one of my favourite Derby shirts. I think that was one of the features of the EDS sponsor, it just, re- just really, really bad and just came off yeah. after like a few years. Yeah. Because I'm sure Mum's got one, hasn't she, and that's like... Similar sort of state. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've gone for um, Juventus 96 away kit. I think this was the one that they won the Champions League yeah, in. It's a really nice kit, that is. Yeah. It, it's, it's sort of a bit Leeds-esque. Yes. Like you got the the blue, blue the blue and yellow of the Leeds away kits and the Leeds rhinos. Yeah. Like and the, the one prob the one problem is the badge is really small, so like sometimes people will look at me and be like, "Oh, is he wearing a Leeds kit?" Yeah. yeah. Like, I see what you mean. Yeah, I've not I've not noticed that before. Like I wore it to school the other day, and I won't repeat what I heard somebody shout to me. Okay. <laughs> it was. I don't think he realised it was a Juventus kit. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, we'll move on. We'll move on swiftly. Right, so North, Lon- North London Derby week this weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, what a game it was as well. Yeah, definitely. And it's a sort of game that never really disappoints. There's always no. goals, there's always incidents. And this one certainly didn't leave anything um, to be desired. Mm. To all. Yep. Good performance by both teams. Um, Raya and Ramsdale battle for number one. Yeah, Raya I think gets the nod, which looks like it might be uh, the way forward. I do feel a bit sorry for Ramsdale, and I also think as well, both really, really good goalkeepers. Yeah. It's a shame that they're not playing week in, week out. At the end of the day, they both deserve to be number one, but certain, unfortunately, yeah. there's only one. There can only be one goalkeeper in a football one team. Goalkeeper. I mean, there was the, the there was a fantastic save by Raya and a pan David C Ramsdale's yeah. um, reaction, and it was obviously positive. He was clapping and cheering, and I think that's what I think that's what number two's got to do. You know, get behind number one, be there for him and everything, but push him all away as well, which is. I can imagine Ramsdale were very good at that, but he's yeah. got to be disappointed that he's not um, not number one at the moment. He's probably the best English keeper at this moment in time. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Right. yeah. And I think Pope's in with a shout, and obviously Pickford, but I think I'd take Rambo any day of the week. Yeah, yeah. To be honest. I mean, Rayo's a fantastic keeper, and I can, yeah. I can see why Harsa wanted him. You know, the opportunity was there to yeah. get get him, but I just I do, I do wonder a little bit. Yeah. Definitely. Um, looking good as well. Yes. Had a really good start to the season. Ange Ball. It's nice to see Tottenham play attacking football. Yeah. They've always been known for a nice brand of football as long as I've been watching football. And 
last few years, I wouldn't necessarily say that's been the case. No, now, they've been on a bit of like a manager, yeah, hot potato, aren't they? And I yeah. think they've now found the right one the right, the in right Postacoglu. Yeah, what, what a guy, really big fan of his. Yeah. Uh, play some lovely stuff. Um, Madison and Son particularly really working well together. Yes, they're, they're definitely in with the mention, I think, because they're just... Madison's just a monster and Son's just come back into his own this season. Yeah. Like, he had a bit of a slow season last season. Yeah, like, he, just, he didn't really... He didn't, I mean, he did... I think he scored a hat-trick in one game, but that was yeah. about all he... Well, not all he did all season, obviously. Yeah. He, he wasn't He wasn't. Up to he wasn't for like met, some standards he didn't yeah. meet him last season no, I feel like the, the levels you expect from him but this season looking good also I'll just have to say Tottenham are like my um, bogey prediction team because last season I'll, I'll admit it I've predicted them to win the Premier League yeah. and they had like a really bad season last season and this, this season eighth. and then this season I've predicted them to finish um, like quite low down and they just hit the ground running. Yeah, it's yeah, like not, not really good. Yeah, really it's, good. It, it's it's strange all this time of you know with with Kane in the team and Kane's gone now and yeah, you know, they're not they're Kane not probably the best the best English striker this moment in time. Yeah. As soon as he goes, they're just like back to good old Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. But so we had a a little chat, haven't we? We thought we'd yeah. try and. Uh, I don't know we're going to try and compete against him, but what we'll, what we'll probably do, we'll put him on the Instagram page and he can vote for the best one or you can tell us where we've gone wrong. We've both tried to do a best of Arsenal and Tottenham team. Yep. So, I, I can imagine we've both got the same goalkeeper. Yep, Ramsdale. Ramsdale and Nett. Back four, I know I've gone different to you, you've gone for an all, back, all, all Arsenal back four. I have not. Hey, I've not, actually. I changed it at the last minute. Right, let me hear them. Right, okay, I've got White right back. Yeah. I've got uh, Gabriel and Saliba yep. centre back. And then I've got Tottenham's new signing, Udoji, yeah, left very, back. Very good, Destiny Udoji. Lovely stuff. Well, I've got, I've got similar. I've got White, yep. Saliba, and Zinchenko as my left back. I think Zinchenko is a wonderful player. Yep. I mean, possibly underrated, really. I mean, we, we saw him. Um, live and he just looks a really good yeah. player but from Tottenham I've gone for the World Cup winner Romero now I know he's had a yeah. bit of he's had his, his knockers in the that's a bad <laughs> he's had his critics in, in the past but I think he's starting to really show shows some being promise a really good, yeah. really good defender yeah again, World Cup winner yeah right I've um, gone for three in the middle same I've gone quite left field for defensive midfielder I've gone for Basuma yeah, I remember you telling me this. This, I, I, I want to hear where you're coming from with this one. I really, really rate Basuma. He was fant- another player, fantastic at Brighton, got the big move away. It didn't really happen from last, from last season, but obviously Postacoglu fancies him. Yep. And he's playing week in, week out, and he's a really, really good player. Full of energy, very typical modern-day defensive midfielder. Yep. Um which has allowed me to play Rice a bit further forward and one of the classiest players in the Premier League, uh, Martin Odegaard yeah. for my midfield three. Not a bad not a bad midfield three that. I, I'm gonna disagree with you there. Yeah. And I'm gonna go Rice. Yeah. I'm gonna go Madison and I'm gonna go yours, Odegaard as well. Yeah. Perfect. Nice one. And then I've same again, 
I know we're different up front. I've gone for Madison, more advanced role. Yep. I've gone for Bakayu Saka on the opposite flank, and I've gone for Son as the central striker. Yeah. Um, I've gone for Son, left wing, Saka, right wing, and I've gone for Gabriel Jesus, striker. I think we've both got quite strong teams there. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, yeah, we'll put them up on the Instagram page, and you can all take it to pieces or vote for which one you think is best. And obviously, yeah. I'm sure there's some Tottenham fans and some Arsenal fans listening. You can yeah. tell us where we've gone right and where we've gone wrong. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Right, in other news, Newcastle versus Sheffield United was a bit of a bit of a hammering, is well, probably the right word. Well, yeah, talking about Tottenham, the week before, they'd, um, we were winning to about the 19th minute, 1-0, yeah. and then obviously the latest turnaround... In the Premier League game, I think, of all time, and Tottenham ended up winning 2 1, which is going to be a bit of a, a kick in the teeth, you yeah. know, to go from a 1 0 much needed win to a 2 1 defeat yeah. just like that is going to be a bit of a kick in the teeth. But 8 0, 8 0 at home eight as well. Is bad. 8 0 is bad. It's not bad. good. It's not good at all. It's a no. real confidence um, <coughs> sapper, really. Yeah. I, I think at some point as well, you get to about three or four now. You're looking to your player to say, "Come on, let's tighten up the ranks here. We can't let any more goals in. To lose eight now is, you know, not not good at all, really." No, definitely not. <coughs> Newcastle right. look good. Yeah, Newcastle. I think Newcastle are very good. To be fair. Yeah. One thing I will say, and I, um, this is my theory. So last season, like very start of the season, Bournemouth, <coughs> Bournemouth yeah. lost to Liverpool nine 0 and after that, they actually came into their own a bit, yeah. and they managed to like stay up. Almost like the kick in the backside yeah. needed. I think it's not that long ago since Southampton did similar. I think they lost about nine or ten nil to Leicester. Yeah, I think they still they turn the season round as yeah. well. So I feel like this this could be the turnaround that Sheffield United need. They've lost eight nil. Maybe they need to like sack manager, get a new one. Well, better, let's talk about better. Wilder coming back. Yeah. Say so I'd be interested. And yeah, I th- I think that's my prediction. This will be the kick in the teeth that Chef United need. Yeah, it's like you know, pull the socks up and think. Right, it's let's not, let's do better. Really, yeah, no, that's a good point, Alfie. Uh, we'll obviously move on to Newcastle again later on when we talk about FPL. Yep, definitely. Liverpool, good win for Liverpool. Yep, they're um, just quietly going about the business. Yeah, second place. I think they were. Uh, Looking to have a good season. Salah, I think he's got either a goal or assist in every game as well. He's just a top class player, top isn't class he? Top class player, yeah. 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 And uh, finally, Brighton. Again, yeah. I thought I, would, I was interested to see how they'd do the first time they played in Europe with a game that weekend. I was interested to see how they, would, how they would do. Obviously, they rotated quite a bit, which is something perhaps to watch. Um, for your FPL teams because there's players going to miss out but Mateus on the bench came on scored two goals so yeah, yeah good stuff Brighton going great guns yes that get again just kind of like quietly going about the business yeah. like Liverpool they're third in the yeah, Premier League table yeah, so yeah. you know unheard of really yeah I know it's like I think a few years ago you would never have put Brighton no, like, I mean a few years ago they were in the Championship yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't one better against them at the moment. No. To really have a really good season. Yeah. Um, 
Also from the weekend, Harry Kane hat trick for yep. Bayern Munich. Not just a hat trick, two assists as well. Yeah, no, real deal into really. He's just honestly, he's. I'm pretty sure the first match I can't remember, but I feel like he didn't do. He started on the bench, and people were like, "Oh, not sure," but yeah. like you don't bet against Harry Kane. No, he's just he's a monster. He really is good. He really, really is yeah. good. And finally for part one, what happened last week for yourself? Alfred? So last week I was lucky enough to be offered by my dad's mate Mark Burkett uh, on behalf of the Nottinghamshire FA to come and do some photography at Selston, which is yeah. non-league club. It's quite a nice ground actually. Yeah, yeah. Seniors Cup. Yep. Uh, they were against um, Kimberley Miners Welfare and I'll admit they did, they did lose quite bad. Um... It was five two in the end to Kimberley, but you know it was just it was quite a night it was night match, quite a nice yeah. atmosphere. And a good experience for yourself, your photography. Yeah, you? definitely. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll get a few pictures up on the Instagram site. You talked, I know you yeah. about two thousand, didn't you? And I know we're still sort of trawling through to find to find some ones. good ones. Yeah. But no, great stuff, Alfie. It's really good. Yeah, definitely. I'm just looking forward to just being able to yeah, do. Yeah, you've got a few good. more. We've got a few more games to play, haven't we? We've got yeah. the next round is being drawn this week, so we'll, yeah. we'll look and hopefully we might be able to get a couple of match reports into the podcast as well, maybe. Yep. Definitely. Okay. 100%. Right. I think that might wrap up part one. Yep. We'll see you after the break for part two. Sound. See you in a bit. Hello again. Welcome to part two. Right, so this week on the Instagram post a video of a man diving through an away bench as in this episode we're going to be talking about some of our favourite celebrations yeah we'd love to put a, a list together don't we yeah Alfie, and we thought this week where better than to have our favourite goal celebrations so we've yeah. each come with our top five and we'll talk about them shortly yes these some iconic goal celebrations over the years haven't they yeah I mean, Tardelli for Italy 82 World Cup for one, Jamie Vardy. I think this week he's, he's done it again, hasn't he? Yeah, I don't know if you've seen it. There's so many. There's uh, so against many. Bristol City, he ran the length of the pitch and just ran up to the uh, Bristol City fans. Great stuff. I love Jamie Vardy, yeah. he's such a wind up. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, the, one of the most famous ones at the moment, the um, Ronaldo. Yep. But not, neither, none of them have made it into our top five, no. have they? No. Very, very close, but not quite, not quite. There's, Five that are just about better for yep. me. All right, what's your number five? I've gone for Ryan Giggs against Arsenal FA Cup semi-final. I think it's extra time. It's yep. a really close game. United obviously going for the treble at the time. Biggest rivals were Arsenal. Arsenal. Yep. Some absolutely fantastic games over the years, but this one, you know, a real humdinger. And right at the end. Fantastic solo goal by Ryan Giggs, length of the pitch, and um, obviously really great finish. Yep. And away he peels, and off comes a shirt, and he's charged towards halfway line, spinning his shirt around his head, like completely going crazy. A little bit out of character, but if ever a goal deserved that kind of celebration, yeah, it was this it one. Was that. Yep. All right, number five for me is going to be Adi Bayor, Manuel Adi Bayor. Just signed for Man City from Arsenal. He was getting 
a bit of abuse from part of the Arsenal the fan. Yeah. Like, um, so, first game against Arsenal, scores for Man City. He doesn't no sort of like respect. He just runs all the way to the other end of the pitch yeah. and he just does a knee slide in front of the Arsenal fans and they just go absolutely mad. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a photo of um you know one of the like step stool things. Somebody's like throwing one of them at him. But like it's an iconic image of him just on his knees, arms stretched out, looking at the Arsenal fans and you can just see like the anger yeah. on all of their faces. Just iconic, really. I lost your number four. Now, throughout the ten episodes, I've not really been very self-indulgent, but I'm going to be self-indulgent here, and I'm going to go for Paolo Wanchop. His debut against Manchester United. Again, fantastic solo goal. Yep. Really announced himself to the English game, and put the ball in the back of that, and it was just a really good celebration. He sort of ran away, you sort of got, you know, and you thought, well, this guy, who's this guy, sort of yeah. thing, and yeah, it was what a player, a, what an era player, what for goal. Derby. Yeah. Uh, number four for me is going to be the dentist chair from Gaza, Gary Neville, and Sheringham. Yeah. So obviously, a few weeks before, few weeks, few weeks prior, been some trouble with the English team yeah it's something that really annoys me but it seems to be every time we go to a tournament be it the World Cup or the Euros the tabloid press seem to have a vendetta against the English yeah. team and this was no different we had a couple of away um, tours and there's been drinking involved and there ran some really sort of like derogatory um, stories about the England team yeah. and really if they got their own way, Gaza wouldn't have even been anywhere near the squad. They no. just like they want to derail the English team. But talk about perfect answer for back to him. Gaza scores one of the, the best England goals of all time, and they pulled out the dentist chest celebration. Yeah, great answer. Yeah, just iconic. Yeah. Again, just another iconic image to be honest. Yeah. Um, what's your number three? I've gone for Balotelli. Yeah. Now, for me, never really lived up to the the promise. You know, he, he he burst onto the scene. Yeah. Got a big move to Man City, and yeah, you know, I think he did all right at Man City, but you know, I think they talked about him as being up there one of the best in the world. But I never really saw it really. But I think it was more about with Balotelli. It was everything else that came with him. Yeah. You know, I think setting off fireworks in his house and uh. stuff, and you know, trouble at the training ground, etc., etc. Um, but there's obviously stories about him all the time and he, there he scores a goal and turns around lifts his shirt up over his head and he's got a t-shirt on saying why always me yet another perfect answer to not necessarily the tabloid critics, press but the tabloid yep. press and the rumours and everything so yeah that for me was Balotelli number three definitely iconic uh, number three for me is going to be opening match for the 1994 World Cup, um, Maradona yeah. scores, and he just goes over to the camera and he just screams directly into it. I mean that image, it was iconic. You like yeah. iconic, and that was, certainly was it. It was sort of very evocative, and obviously what happened, he got sent home for failure drugs test at the World Cup, yeah. and such a lot of contro- controversy surrounding Maradona, and I think that was sort of that picture almost summed him up quite well, really. Yeah. 
sort of a good way to like end it because obviously after that match you had to go home. Yeah. Right. But yeah. he's got that like in the history books now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's your number two? My number two, it is Eric Cantona. Man United against Sunderland. Really nice goal from Cantona. Yeah. And well, it was a great goal really. And he just stood there basically, almost like he had his collar upturned, stood there, look at me, arms stretched out, sort of almost like nodding. Um, uh, I know I'm the best. Yeah, yeah, look at that, look at me. Now, I did actually read up on this just today, and apparently he did say he did this out of respect for the Sunderland goalkeeper. Now, I think he was French, and I think Cantona said he was just starting out in his career. And he thought he didn't want to sort of rub it into his face, so he thought part of the celebration was sort of out of respect for this, this yeah. Sunderland goalkeeper, which I thought was quite a nice touch, really. But yeah, mm. wonderful that was. Just what a player, what a player. Um, number two for me is going to be Dini, um, Troy Dini. So obviously FA Cup, not FA Cup, no matter. Uh, playoff semi final um, against Leicester. Leicester just had a dodgy penalty awarded got saved all the way back up to Leicester's end such good counter attacking football here's Hog Dini he just shirt comes off runs into the crowd hugs his brother who's in the crowd what like yeah, how, how better can you get it was that the season after he'd been in prison yeah you know it could have ended him but he sort of came back point to prove and obviously they went up that season in the playoffs, is that correct? Uh, as far as I know, maybe. Yeah. I don't know who they played in the final, but I feel like they might have lost. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, what's your number one? Number one, I've gone for Jurgen Klinsmann. Now, it was a bit of a strange one. Believe it or not, sort of early 90s, we only really had sort of a very small smattering of foreign players in, yeah. in the Premier League. One of the original imports was Klinsmann. Now, obviously England and Germany have quite a rivalry and Klinsmann had the reputation of being a diver, which was completely justified, really. Yep. So it was like, how's, how's he going to take to the English game? So it's like, you know, Klinsmann a diver. Debut against Sheffield Wednesday, debut goal and how does he celebrate? But runs off and he, he dives. Yeah. Which I think immediately won him round to a lot of myself included. I think he I think a lot of the football fans took Klinsman to their heart after that and he had a great season and I think, you know, one of the most popular German players to have played in England. Yeah, definitely. Uh number one for me is not gonna be just one celebration, it's gonna be a group of celebrations from one player. It's gonna be Alan Shearer. Yeah. Alan Every time he scores, just Whips arm up, yeah. runs to the corner flag. Just and like, he did that a lot of times. Yeah. He's got yeah. a lot of goals, isn't he? A lot of goals, a lot of celebrations. Yeah. Just what a player. Yeah. Like, genuinely, he's just one of the best English players ever, yeah. to be honest. And I don't I don't score a lot when I play football. But when I do, best believe I'm doing Shearer's celebration because yeah. I just love it. Right, to finish off with, we'll just round up the FPL this week. Now, in the more talk about football mini-league, we had a little bit of movement again. 
in the top six. In sixth place, Balls of Steel, Harry Walden. Fifth place is Red Ken with my, my, my mate Paul Birds. Fourth is Jake's team, Jake Robinson, who has got 380 points. Third place, who ha has been in in the top spot for a little bit, yeah. Dominic Rovers, Dominic Parker with 380 points. Back up to second place is the early leader, early Charlie Vardy, but is a word, 400 yeah. points. And great name, flying about Ings, Gareth Sharp, 417 points. Now, I think it's safe to say this week, Newcastle assets have helped out and yeah. may have really have. Um, I mean, you've got eight Newcastle players who've scored. Yeah. So. yeah, and also clean sheet as well. Yeah. So I think really the difference this week has been Newcastle, Newcastle has, has had a really big shake up of lots of mini leagues with the Newcastle players. Yes. Um, I've made a few transfers, used my free transfers recently, just to sign a like. Free up a bit of money, to be fair, actually. Yeah. I've um, just got a few cheaper players yeah. in. But I think this week, I feel like I might have to make a big move, have a look at my team. Although, I've got a couple of players out defensively, and I have made the point, it has felt quite bandwagon this season. We had, after the first week, it was Chilwell. Yeah. Then we've had everyone jumping on Son. Everyone's jumped at Sterling at one point. Yep. Everyone's jumped on Son. And I think now a lot of people will... Well, sorry, Alvarez, and also Alvarez, Alvarez as well. Alvarez. Yeah, which I think was unlucky, actually, because obviously Rodri, your boy Rodri, got sent off and he got sacrificed. So yeah. Rodri, sorry, against Forrest, he might have come out a bit better than he did, Alvarez. Yeah. But yeah, and also now I think a lot of people jump on Newcastle, which I don't think is yeah. bad. Shot, not a bad shot. No, really definitely not. Good defensive assets, and I might get Botman in actually. Yeah. I'm trying to stay away from being too bad, Muggedy, but I've got Gusto uh, suspended, and I've got Baldock uh, injured. So I've only got three defenders in my squad, and it does feel like Botman might be. I'd like to get Trippier, to be fair, yeah. but I think Botman's possibly a little bit cheaper. Botman's the way to go. Yep. Yeah. Um, I've not made any transfers. I'm gonna try and get back into my old account, so I'm not. I've not got two teams, but yeah, I've not made any transfers as of yet. I might make a few, but yeah, I think I'm just quite happy with my team at the moment. Yeah, I think I'm aiming for a wild card in international break. I'm happy yeah. with a team at the moment, but I think the international break fits feels like a natural time to to wild card. Yeah, it's yeah. It you do kind of want it in. On the international break, it's the best time to wild card because obviously you got time to think about it. Yeah, you want time. You want time week, to think about wild carding. You had a you had a few weeks of results to sort of get an idea who you want, who's yeah. doing good, who's not good, doing good, and then you got like the extra few days to think about what you want to do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, is that going to conclude part two? Yeah. So not about episode that. No. So. So obviously, I think you probably have noticed that we've sort of been a little bit haphazard with getting the episodes out recently. Yeah. Obviously, during the um, summer holiday, it was quite easy to commit to one episode a week. But I think we're now going to do a episode 
every fortnight so you will have a new more talk about football episode every second wednesday yep That's, you know we've given ourselves a little more chance there it's just we want to give you the best podcast best possible so and if we're doing it every week unfortunately we're not gonna we're not gonna give you the best episode possible but it's more it's more like commitments isn't it like, yeah you know, every night you know we, we can do it but we give us two weeks to uh to plan to give you the best one possible two weeks of data to talk about yeah and obviously we've always gonna you know there's we're gonna have time to do it within them two week periods so. there's more to talk about in two weeks than there is one week yeah um We'll get. We'll keep putting stuff on Instagram page. Yeah, in the meantime, definitely try and post more on there. Yeah, get a few um, TikTok videos up there as well. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. So uh, thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, see you in a bit.